0: What's up, you badass? Welcome to the Badass Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Moore, yogi, self-development junkie, and certified badass, here to help you elevate your life so you can feel amazing and be the absolute best version of your badass self. So roll up your sleeves, grab a notebook and a glass of wine because we're about to do the damn thing. Hello and how are you? Welcome back. Oh my goodness. I have so much to tell y'all. Um <laughs> one of the things is that it has been a month since I have recorded a podcast and that's so crazy. But there's a reason and I'm about to share it with you right now. So, some people would probably be surprised to know this about me, but it, especially because if you Follow me on social media. It's pretty clear that I'm a pretty positive and generally upbeat person. But I actually suffer from depression. I suffer actually from seasonal depression. There's different types of depression. If you're not familiar, I'll save you the science. But um, basically, seasonal depression is. Um, just really bouts of depression that kind of come and go. And it's not necessarily with the seasons. I'm not talking about feeling bad because it's cold outside. Um, It's more of, you know, different seasons in your life, times in your life when, you know, things are just hard. Life is harder. So, you know, it's, it's important For you to know that a lot of people like me suffer from depression and just because we don't show it or talk about it or dwell on it or social media doesn't reflect it, you know, it doesn't mean that we're being fake or phony. I am a positive person. I am a generally happy person. Um, I just have this little chemical imbalance in my brain that a lot of people have that causes me to, you know, feel things a little deeper. And then when I go through hard times, it just seems harder. Um, I have more sad days than happy days during these times, and it affects other parts of my life. I firmly believe that most people, whether they've been diagnosed with depression or not, have some degree of it, at least some sort of seasonal depression. I just can't imagine, especially in 2020, y'all, that we aren't all feeling some of it to a degree. So, because I'm recording this mid-2020, in the middle of a pandemic, and a lot of other crazy stuff happening in the world, um, and the most divisive election I've ever seen in my lifetime, um, you know, there's, I feel like, a conversation to be had about seasonal depression. And because I have been feeling that quite a lot, Um, In the last six weeks myself, I thought surely there's other people who are suffering, maybe silently, because it's a hard conversation to talk about. Mental health is still a little bit taboo. It has, in recent years, become a a popular topic, but uh, people who suffer from it still have trouble sharing that with people, sharing it with people they love, or even admitting that they suffer from it. So um, on that note, (laughs) let's just kind of dive in. Side note first, though, this is really why you see memes on Facebook that say, check on your happy friends. You've seen them, the pictures of Robin Williams. I will bet that you know a handful of people in your circle who you would never suspect suffer from some degree of depression. And, you know, it's not something that we advertise. So you might not know. And it's hard for people to ask for help. So, you know, just check in with people and also just be nice because you never know who you're talking to and what they're going through, right? Always just be kind. So anyways, this is one of those podcasts that could end up being hours long, but I will leave some of it for another day and we'll just, we'll dive in. But I want you to know that if anything today resonates with you, reaches you, whatever, share it if you can with someone you love. Because it. even though it's a hard conversation to have, it could be life-changing for you. So that being said, I am not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm just a person who struggles with bouts of depression, sometimes mild, sometimes more severe, for most of my adult life, really, and um, on and off, like I said, seasonally depending on what's happening in my life and in the world. Um, And I have been on medication a few times, um, but for... Most of the time, I've actually chosen to not take any medication and to find ways to heal myself mentally through things like fitness and meditation and eating better and just generally taking care of myself and making sure that my environment is one that fosters happiness and love and joy and doesn't put me in a negative space that allows the negativity and the depression mindset to breed. I am not telling you to not go to the doctor and get medication if you need that. I think that there is absolutely a place for medication. Um, I just know myself, and to be totally honest, I am the kind of person who, like, I'm just flaky when it comes to medicine. I am i don't think I've ever finished a prescription. I, I will start it with the best of intentions, and I will not. It, it just won't happen. it won't I won't finish. I won't follow through with it. Um, I just don't like taking pills. Uh, and you know I, I try I try not to put that stuff in my body if I don't have to because I do personally believe that you know while there are benefits to some medications, there are also a lot of um, negative side effects too. So you know, that's a personal choice that you have to make anyways. Um, like I said, Depression is a chemical imbalance in our brains. So I want you to just keep this in mind (laughs) moving forward. I'm not saying that you don't take medication and just light a candle in your cozy home and play some happy music and expect that chemical imbalance to change. (laughs) That would be really naive of me. And it's important that you know that I understand that um, it's a chemical imbalance. I'm not telling you just to snap out of it. Trust me, y'all. People have told me to snap out of it. And it is so frustrating when people don't understand how you're feeling or that you might not be able to pinpoint, like specifically something that's bothering you. Because people who don't understand depression just think, well, why? Why are you depressed? What's?" They, they assume there's like a specific reason. And sometimes it's like, sometimes there is a specific reason. Sometimes it's just like a compounding of, of just shit, right? It's a shit storm that's coming at you. Um, now, I don't know everything, and I'm just giving you my experience uh and things that I've learned in hopes that maybe you can take a little bit of it and really just maybe spark an idea in you that you can implement in your life. You don't even have to take exactly what I say or anything that I say, but maybe you know hearing the conversation gets you talking to somebody if you're depressed, or maybe it helps you recognize some depression in someone that you care about. And if you're generally curious if maybe what you're suffering from is depression or someone that you love, I suggest Googling symptoms because they are so far and wide. I'll tell you what some of mine are. I get irritable and I might overreact to a very little silly thing and just scream at my family for something silly and insignificant. And then obviously I feel terrible, but, oh, but, you know, just a general kind of overreacting, being a little overly sensitive and um, overly emotional can be one of mine. Another one I do is I tend to withdraw. I get really quiet. I stop texting people that I love. Um, I, I, I tend to overthink things, and I think everyone hates me, and um, I kind of just – I kind of retreat into myself, and that's a really important one, and I think it's a more common one, and so I want you to notice, you know, the people that you love, like, are they, are they getting quiet on social media? Are you not hearing from them as often, or do they just – not seem as present when you are with them. You know, that's a sign and maybe a reason to reach out to somebody. Um, so like I said, Google the symptoms because everyone suffers differently. Just like anxiety, everyone's experience is so different that um, it's really hard for me to just say these are the three symptoms of depression or the five or whatever. It might be 50. Uh, and it could Take us, you know, an hour <laughs> to go through all of that. And for the sake of time, um, I'm just going to challenge you to, you know, do a little research and you might be surprised uh, at some of the symptoms that you might see. It might be really eye opening, it might be um, a conversation starter for somebody in your family or your friend circle. So, diving into the meat of the conversation. I want to tell you two ways to help pull yourself up out of a phase of seasonal depression. There's two things. There's two things that I do, uh, kind of a system that I've created for myself over the years. And those two things are number one, decide what to focus on. And we're going to come back to this because it's really powerful. And number two is to create a simple routine. Um, The simple routine, it's got, I mean, it has to be simple. It has to be something that you can stick with even on the crappiest days when you don't want to. But let's move back to number one decide what to focus on for a few minutes. So I want to, um, I want you to think about a meme that I, think you probably have seen uh, floating around social media. I've shared it several times lately because it is incredibly, incredibly powerful. Now, if you haven't heard it, that's okay. I'm about to read it to you right now. Are you ready? Okay. An old Cherokee chief teaching his grandson about life said, a fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He's angry, envious, sorrowful, regretful, greedy, arrogant, self-pitying, guilty, resentful, inferior, lying, false, prideful, superior. And the other is good. He is joyful and peaceful and loving and hopeful full of serenity and humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside of you and inside every person too. The grandson then asked grandfather, which wolf will win? And the old chief simply replied, the one you feed. Y'all, I literally just got goosebumps. (laughs) After I read that, even though I've read it a hundred times, that is so freaking powerful. What you feed is what grows. I've said this in other podcasts before. What you focus on, you find. What you feed grows. One of the reasons I'm currently not taking any uh, medication is because I've learned how to pull myself out of the depression by feeding the right wolf or the right flame. I'm going to give you another example here in a moment, but which wolf are you going to feed? Are you going to feed the depression by feeding your body with junk food and laying on the couch and watching crappy reality TV and feeling sorry for yourself and doing things that don't pull you out of it? Or are you going to feel yourself with healthy food and and get that healthy mind outside, take a walk, drink a bunch of water, make yourself a big fruit salad, take a bubble bath. What are you going to feed? I literally heard someone refer to depression yesterday as part of the human experience and you know, that literally blew my mind because it's true. I just never thought about it that way. But Everybody goes through ebbs and flows. You've heard me say this before. You know, sometimes you wake up blue for a day or a week or six months, and you don't always necessarily know why. Um, When I heard that, I had this visual, right? I'm going to paint you a picture now. I want you to think of two little flames, like little pilot flames, like on a gas stove, right? Right? One flame is the depression flame and one flame is like the happiness flame. And both flames are always on. You know, pilot flame is always on. And your depression flame, it's always on, but we we want it to be turned all the way down low. Um, Think of it as like a one out of 10. And, you know, I want to keep my happiness flame burning big. Like I want to be a nine or a 10 on my happiness flame all the time. So I do little things every day that kind of compound together to fuel that happiness flame. Sometimes the happiness flame goes down a little and the depression flame kind of flares up again and you just feel kind of crappy and you want to burst into tears and you're not really sure why. And sometimes, you know, it takes you or it takes me a day or two or or two months to get that flame under control again um, and get that flame turned back down. But it's important for us to know that we have the fuel to add to the flame. It's just a matter of which flame we wanna throw fuel onto, right? Or which wolf we want to feed. So that was your first one, decide what to focus on. And before we jump into the second one, I do just have one thing I really need to interject here. As part of the human experience, we have to feel negative emotions and negative feelings. As I've mentioned in other podcasts, you can't just ignore your bad feelings and just wish them away. It doesn't work that way. You do sometimes have to sit with your grief or your frustration or your fear, right? There's no such thing as living a life void of negative emotions. It is part of that human experience. So I'm not telling you to bottle it up and ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist and just look always look, you know, on on your happy cloud. But like I mentioned in other podcasts, there's a difference between sitting with those negative emotions and living in them. So, you know, check those other podcasts out if you just need a little a little clarity there. Um, but it's just really important to understand that like it's okay to feel those you your feelings are valid. There is a million reasons to be going through a season of depression, and there's nothing wrong with you if you are. Um, you know, understand that those feelings are valid. Sit with those feelings, and you know, journal and kind of get down to the core of them so that you can deal with them. Otherwise, they're just going to keep creeping up. And um, undealt with feelings, y'all, <laughs> you just don't want to be. You just don't want to be there when that explodes, right? So sit with it, sit with it, deal with it. Um, And while you're doing that, you can still be knocking out, you know, deciding what you focus on and creating your simple routine and, and working through your depression, even when you're sitting with those negative emotions. There's nothing wrong with that. So anyways, moving into that second piece for a moment, creating a simple routine. So this has been really instrumental for me um, make a plan, type it out, hang it on your mirror in your bathroom, something you have to look at every morning. If you're the type of person who wakes up feeling blue or having, you know, mild depression, creating these rituals will help you start your day in a better place. Um, so this is what I do. My plan looks like this. It's like the 10 10 10 rule. I make myself, this is this is a minimum rule by the way. I usually end up doing a lot more than these, but on the days when I just can't barely like function, these are the three things I do. The 10-10-10 rule is what I call it. 10 minutes of journaling, 10 minutes of being outside, and 10 minutes of moving my body. Again, like I said, that's a minimum. Usually I do, you know, at least twice as long of all those things. Sometimes I get outside and walk for an hour and then journal and then read and Anyways, your routine is going to look like whatever your routine needs to look like. And, you know, take mine if you want it. Anyways, so, you know, I do highly suggest fresh air, though. You know, just even having coffee outside on your patio for a little change of scenery. Those, that, You know, that kind of stuff might not sound like solutions, but I'm, and I'm not saying you that to the, I'm not telling you that they are, but I'm telling you that those little efforts will compound and we can actually make some pretty significant positive changes when you start to add up all those little things. And y'all, there has been scientific evidence to support the fact that when your environment is a certain way, um when you have you know things that support your senses like music that you love smells that you love stuff like that it does actually influence the chemicals in your brain just like getting out and moving your body increases your endorphins and endorphins make you happy so make it a priority to get outside and to move your body. And I also suggest, like I said, journaling or reading, reading something really inspirational or motivating for like 10 minutes. You could go back to the podcast episode that I um, published about, about routines, creating routines. Um, having a healthy morning routine really, really will help. So if maybe this is something you do in the morning, maybe you have your coffee outside in your patio and then you read for 10 minutes and then you go take a walk or something. Sometimes we need to throw in a little something else in our routine based on what particular needs. Uh, maybe you woke up hungover and you just needed. to challenge yourself to drink more water and get outside instead of laying in the bed, right? Uh, Maybe you had a couple nights where you didn't get good quality sleep and you need to just allow yourself to catch up on sleep and stay in the bed. Get in the habit of asking yourself what it is that your body and mind actually need and actually giving it that thing. (laughs) Our bodies are so incredibly smart. You guys, they actually, your bodies talk to you. They tell you, they send you signals. We're just really bad listeners. Most of us do not have a high enough sense of of self-awareness, of body awareness to recognize the things that our bodies need. So learn to recognize what your body needs. And I'm not talking about what would make you feel better in that moment, like, you know, the trick A drive through and getting yourself some waffle fries. You know, those are delicious, but <laughs> those aren't going to make anything better in the long run. So when I say ask yourself what you need, I'm not asking you what you're craving because yes, chocolate makes everyone feel better, but you don't need chocolate, sis. Okay. Find out what your body truly needs and give it that. And my physical routine of like getting outside and walking you guys has really been the most powerful thing that I've done for myself this year. And trust me, this, I know y'all have been feeling 2020 and as a business owner, um, I have, I have definitely been feeling it. Um, <laughs> and sometimes honestly walking the physical act of walking, like moving my body forward, is so hard. Like some days, my legs feel like they each weigh a 100 pounds. Um, and you know, those days, I just take my walk a little slower, I pause, I breathe deeper. Um, I just I know that in the long term, even if at that moment, I don't feel awesome. I know, once again, those little efforts are going to compound and they're going to pull me out of my seasonal depression faster and my my okay days will become good days and then my good days could eventually become great days right so you know having a, a positive routine and ritual to start my day and making sure my environment is a positive one can only help right and then of course i always think about what flame I'm fueling. So I really, really hope that this has been helpful for you. Um, If you've gotten even just like a tiny little nugget, you know, something that sparked something in you um, that might help you or someone you love, I would greatly appreciate it if you would share this podcast or even just my podcast in general. Um, I don't run any advertisements and it does actually cost me money to operate this podcast. So what you can do is share the love. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and I hope that y'all have just a fantastic day. Be safe and, uh, I will see y'all soon. Bye Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast or took a nugget or two of wisdom with you, won't you please share the love? Send this podcast to a friend who needs to hear it, post it on your social media, and head over to iTunes and give us five stars. Don't forget when you're out being your badass self to tag me on Instagram at heybadassyogi so I can see my badass friends doing big things. Until next time, you are worthy of all things you desire for your life. So get out there and take it, you badass.